What it is, what's up, got your podcast in the cut, the tale is a societal podcast, and we have the return of the Yeti for the first time in probably, I would say, two weeks, three weeks, probably, uh, maybe even a month, and just because we've got some real inward stuff to talk about today. Now, I have a homie, one of the, actually the only uh, listener, and you know, if you listen to this podcast in any format, support it, you don't have to pay, you don't have to give anything. This is to the homie uh, Hudson as well. Um, the homie, uh, real life homie, not just podcast stuff. Um, there's one anime that he, he's not massively into anime, right? But there's one anime that he is a uh, diehard about. And, you know, I think it's because a lot of traits of the series I have watched, as you can see in the title. Um, the series is called Berserk, and I have watched the Netflix films, or not necessarily Netflix produced, but the films that are on Netflix. Um, I get the thematic that operates. I mean, this pretty much what the films do, if you do intend on uh, checking out some Berserk's content now, is kind of cover the leading... I, I guess, I, I imagine that, because as I understand, these are canonical... I know that's not how you pronounce it, but they're canon. Um, Canonical. Canonical. They're canonical. um, And they cover, I believe, the first few arcs leading up until when Guts does what Guts does. I don't want to really spoil Berserk too much, but what, you know, leading until what Guts does, what Guts does, what uh, happens to Costco. I believe it's Costco, right? Costco and then uh, also Griffin. And with that being the case, um, I, you know, He's always, I guess, put it on to me to watch the series. As he does. I mean, he, he's a guy that puts on a lot of different things. Tries to recommend stuff. And me being a lazy fuck that I am. Usually I don't always listen to some of it. Sometimes I'll listen to it later. But um, he tried to put him on this series, I think, almost two years now. And I, you know, did a little bit of research and watched the films. But I never got to the manga. Which, not just him, but most people would say that the manga, between the grittier aspect of it, the more... Uh, expressive language that's used to, you know, more properly convey what Ivan Gaka slash author is saying, and then just the raw gradients of the art style, Berserk being one of the few mangas that, generally speaking, gets praised more for its, you know, written format versus the anime. That is also in part due to Berserk never really getting an anime that people truly uh, revere like that but the point being what what is happening right now um what is happening right now is that the mangaka again slash author of berserk has recently passed away i believe today in fact uh i have his wiki pulled up just to kind of get this down pat uh on may 2021 the haku editorial department stated that Miura died on May 6, 2021 due to acute aortic dissection. A private ceremony was held by his family, so about same day, I guess they already mourned him. A aortic dissection occurs when injury to the innermost layer of the aorta allows blood to flow between the layers of the aortic wall, forcing layers apart. In most cases, associated with a sudden onset of severe chest and back pain, tearing the character, vomiting, 
Aortic dissection can quickly lead to death from insufficient blood flow to the heart or complete rupture of the aorta. Uh, the aorta is also the largest artery in the body. Very rare for the rupture, but as you could figure, it would be the largest in the body. Relatively rare, occurring at an estimated rate of 3 per 1,000 per year. Uh, more common in men than women. Typical age of diagnosis is 63, with about 10% of the cases coming before the age of 40. Um, so, you know, let's just circle back to what's important. Um, Kintaro was 54, so very young. Um, you know, I think amongst Asian people, they usually last pretty well. Um... It's just something that I don't I don't believe is anything that could have been done to kind of I, I don't know his health. Uh, honestly guys, this is my first time finding out about this, you know, individual. Uh I from what I understand, this wasn't somebody whose health was in concern. Uh it just has happened. Nothing else could be done for it. Um and yeah, I, you know, it's in his own right, it's very sad that he passed away. Like that's the most important thing. Um you know, it fucked berserk for a second, but it's very sad this man passed away. But the topic that I want to talk about in the second segment here is the now more than ever it, the really contentious argument on how, when, and should one give more credence and viewership to a piece of work after the creator or whatever the work's inspiration may be dies. Uh, Juice World, uh, Sassassian, uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, pretty big names that I think have had pretty large uh, uh, produce productions after passing away, and I take I say it to say that there's also the counterculture, which is I would say the minority that thinks that it is corny or disrespectful or you know whatever their inspiration may be on doing such a thing that is just wrong. Usually comes from a place of gatekeeping. I think some people come from it with a, a real sense of uh, wanting to keep it real and not just have a bunch of casuals that may have heard of this person before they die and just said hey fuck them I don't want to listen to them or I just don't really care and then you have the people that did not know anything about it but kind of want to hop on to seem like the in crowd might be you know kind of FOMO situation I'm touching on this in a second it's really it's a very nuanced subject and I kind of just want to give my thoughts on how I stand on it and how I think people just should operate again. Not saying everybody should buy by this because it's my perspective, but how people I think should operate if they want to do it in a respectful manner in the second segment. Okay, so the biggest thing here, and I think it's really important to reinstate this, is that this is my opinion on things. I don't think there's any way everybody should act. Because not no two people are the same in the, in the realest sense. When I see someone that I like pass away, someone I had followed or, you know, at least was aware of, I typically take that and I say, okay, 
because you know saying if someone is more famous there's going to be gatekeeping and there's also going to be people that hop on and say hey i'm this i'm that i tend to lean as you know uh a experienced consumer in the in the in the spectrum of saying hey it's okay if you want to hop onto this people want to learn about this person because more often than not no piece of art reaches every spectrum there's not many michael jackson's there's not many back to the futures there's not many fucking sopranos that just touch as jay electronica would say penetrate every realm of society there's just not many of those let's just use an example for instance uh use something for example um if one of my favorite artists right now is this guy Obi Main, Travis Miller, someone who's worked some um underground cats. Or let's use somebody that I actually think some people would be able to like feasibly find. Let's use Space Ghost Perp, for example. Producer, rapper, uh one of the guys who kind of put on a lot of very prominent artists, or at least helped put on a lot of prominent artists. Disney Curry, uh ASAP Rocky. In a sense, in a, a really derivative sense, Essencion, um, a lot of Florida cats, and then Raider Clan, which put on some other kind of middling individuals, and also Will Ugly Man. Um, so, I mean, this guy has a lot of connections to a lot of people. One of those favorite rappers' favorite musical figure types, at least at one point in time when he was more loved. When that guy dies, there's going to be a ton of people assuming that some of the people he worked with slash kind of fell out with Playboy Cardi also worked with Playboy Cardi um come and pay their respects after you know post-mortem situation Playboy Cardi ASAP Rocky um some other ASAP cats uh Denzel Curry I see a lot of people coming out and saying I, I'm gonna miss this person after he passed away I don't want anybody to pass away here but just that's so simple I would want people to go back to listen to SGP shit and ask themselves why I didn't know about this person. Not in a dickhead, you shouldn't listen to this whole type of way type, but just what traits did I miss in this person? And maybe I will go do more research and look for similar artists and support the underground, support guys who do their own way, don't follow the industry standard. All that shit, you know? I mean, a lot of, a lot of artists would be have their their viewership raised and maybe they wouldn't want this but have their viewership raised by having the SGP have more eyes on him that's just my perspective on things and I think that gatekeeping at the most barely and I'm not gonna lie like I haven't been a you know someone who's with when Essentacion died a lot of his older shit that kind of got more consumed because you know he just didn't have too much of this newer shit out you know in the kind of emo rap lane that a lot of people are looking for him you know him trippy red some of the little people recently passed away at that point uh all that stuff was kind of the mood at that point in time musically so that's what people were eating up and then the harder shit was in the past so people kind of i think it kind of came off as a harder shit but the point being a lot of his shit kind of just didn't really a lot of play i was okay with that okay whatever and then really his character a lot of people kind of fake loved his character i thought so. I, I think he really did more than any other artist in his generation touch people in a legitimate way in such a, a very placid and, and fake world um he did penetrate a lot of hearts that's a, like that's a legitimate like not me bullshitting i mean he influenced the biggest artist base pop artist of, like right now billy Eilish. so i i, I mean this motherfucker reaches a lot of ears 
Um, yes, I was gatekeeping there, but I was like, it was. I think it was more because of the essence to talk on the person and just how much his name was thrown in the uh, the mud, even in days and weeks before he passed away, was murdered, whatever. Um, that's kind of what brought me to this. Oh, fuck, I wish people would kind of, you know, you know, think about this differently and think about what they were saying about this same person differently. But as I got older, you know, that was three years ago now, crazy to think about. Um, I realized that, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, if people want to like this person months or even a year after I found out about this person, who gives a shit? And if people want to change their opinion, uh, you know, and, and about front and be like, hey, I, you know, I didn't like this dude at one point, but then I started listening to his message. Because, uh, I mean, he was a radically different person towards the end of his life than he was, say, even a year before that. That's a good thing. I mean, if people really do, or people, if people, people are really able to change their opinion, even if it's in a situation in which you obviously can't help the reputation of the person who passed away because you know they're dead. At the end of the day, a dead person's reputation doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a dead person's reputation because he's dead. You can say whatever you want, my dead person. You'll never know. But if you do want to do what I would consider the right thing, and at least take in more information that could potentially change your opinion, and if it does, and so be it. I think that's a good thing. I, you know, I really do. I really do. Um, if not for anything, just for the sake of not being a close-minded person, which is the worst thing you could be. And that's really why I stand where I stand with gatekeeping. Because in the day, all you're going to do is put out people who could potentially pass on this newfound love to another artist or to another person they know and maybe put a couple extra dollars in the recently deceased, you know, estate. At the very least, I think that's the pro here. So if someone wants to watch a dessert, or if someone wants to watch, I don't I don't know, I don't really follow, you know, it, you think about these passed away celebrities like all the time, and you just think like, it, you don't really think about it until like you gotta sit here and like really digest how many people has passed away. But if someone wanted to watch Boondocks, because of uh, Mr. Witherspoon's passing. Okay, that's fine. You know, dessert. Someone should say, watch like, like spam dessert, uh, consume it all at once. But hey, I'm a fucking dessert stand now. That's fine. If Kishimoto or Toriyama dies, someone should fucking eat up uh, Naruto and Dragon Ball. I think that's Dragon Ball. Nar- yeah, Naruto Dragon Ball. Um, that's fine. I don't. I hope those two don't die. I really do. It's just it's what it is. I, th- I think people should be able to eat up whatever they want to eat up. So I'm gonna keep this relatively short. Those are my thoughts on the situation. R.P. Uh, Kentaro Miura. Um, again, you know, I say this to say because I probably one day will consume berserk, and I, you know, I, I, I guess maybe it's better for me to just admit it. I admit that I did not want enough to consume berserk as a manga I, I it's hard for me to get into mangas you know like it's when i do i have to just pretty much throw myself into it for months on end and it's just like it's hard for me to get into one unless you know the older i get the more it's just i am to just throw myself out there so yeah i knew berserk i didn't get into berserk because of reasons i just really kind of didn't you know want to this moment and i probably will one day and it's not because he passed away but it is safe for me to admit that 
I'm going to be lumped into a crowd of people who find out about or who gave it love, because I'm sure I'll like it, who gave it love after the, the mangaka passed away. And I'm fine with being in that crowd. You know, I'm no different than anybody else. At the end of the day, I'm doing the same thing they are. I'm getting to it post-mortem. And I'm I'm content with being in that crowd. I hope y'all enjoyed this. I hope y'all got something from this episode because it really was meant to be more grounded and based. It's a really serious subject because it is important that people get their flowers. It's just a way to do it. And I think that as society kind of has gotten just more accepting of death and even death of major people, I, you know, I think that, I think the, I mean, people joke about death more than they ever have in any other situation. Like, Deaths, celebrity deaths like uh, Etz or Jose or whoever, used to pretty much shut down TV for days and, and weeks. And TV was the primary way of conveying things. So it's like, it's, it's just become more comp- commonplace. People have kind of gotten accepting to it with COVID and with being exposed to many things at a younger age and just being exposed to everything all the time. And I, I just think it's, it's value and, and just kind of sitting back and maybe not talking too much about what you enjoy. Just enjoy it. And don't beat the drum on what you enjoy. Just kind of share with some people, but don't go, like, oh, you know, no. Anyway, that's it for me. Hope you enjoyed this piece. Oh, yeah, like, rate, share, and subscribe. <laughs>